1: I think we should be live, Um, cool. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of the Mirror Gaming walkthrough. I am joined today with Matt and Scott and we have got some pretty juicy topics to get into. First things first, Red Dead Redemption, what on earth is going on with that? And we might be seeing a glimmer of hope for Project Q whoops sorry about the double audio there guys um and then if we've got time i really want to get into whether or not starfield will have a day one patch so not before we roll the credits let's go
2: are you prepared to go public with your kd online or no everyone thinks
1: he or she is the best football expert on the
2: planet. You see it in the back page, there's a mirror, you know, deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tests. No, what button is it? <laughs> um, well, I oh, We're ready to come for the W, yeah? yeah. Oh, 12, ooh. ooh, here we go. If you can master second man press, you will defend 10 times better.
1: Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR2 headset. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of The Walkthrough. Um, as I stated, we're here with Matt, our head of arguments today. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since you've been on, so I'm looking forward um, to the drama. The course. <laughs> and we've also got Scott, the certified remake hater. Um, you're literally flogging that dead horse for all it's worth, aren't you?
0: Uh, you got to uh, steer into the scared, because... <laughs> There's someone who will probably show up within the next five minutes in the comments to make some comment about me being old, so I've just got to get in front of it. And...
1: I mean, you don't really do yourself justice talking Plus, about how remakes are bad, just saying. It's applicable
0: um, today because...
1: It is, because we are talking about the re-release of Red Dead Redemption, which is coming out on the PS4 and the Nintendo Switch so um the game is releasing next week for 50 dollars right and it's only coming out on nintendo switch and ps4 it's not coming out on current generation consoles um well I don't really get what the uh, deal is with that, but let's read a bit of an excerpt that our very own Scott McRae wrote. Rockstar's announced that the original Red Dead Redemption, as well as its undead Nightmare DLC, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch and PS4 later this month. Rumours of a Red Dead Redemption remaster have been swirling since late June, with changes to the Rockstar Games website pointing to a Nintendo Switch version showing up last month. Despite previous rumours suggesting it could be a full remaster, Rockstar has now announced on its website that a re-release of the original Red Dead Redemption is coming to Nintendo Switch and PS4, with the release set for August 17th, which is just next month. So, the game launches next week as a digital release, but those wanting a physical copy are in luck, as Rockstar has also confirmed that physical copies of the game are set to arrive in October so guys 50 dollars for a re-release of a game i feel like matt already has something to say
2: there's no there's there's not like zero overhaul like of the game zero so i just don't see how you can price it higher than like it's 30 dollars it's the
0: version you can get on the xbox store right now for like 20 pounds well yeah there you go it's the exact same
2: exactly my point like you can't charge just because it's they've ported it to a new console you can't charge that much for something that you've you've just ported it to that console you you haven't you haven't done it you're not given anything new or extra so it's like I just don't understand who decided on the pricing for that because it is literally I mean don't get me wrong the nostalgia is probably going to be great but like, you know being able to play a classic game on your newer console but like bar that like what what are you getting so
1: i go ahead scott no go on
0: basically um someone over at ign took um asked the ceo of take two about this at the earnings call and they said quote that's just what we believe is the commercially accurate price for it we believe a game from 2010 with a DLC from also 2010, untouched. Fifty quid.
1: I believe the commercially accurate price for watching the Mirror Gaming walkthrough is fifty dollars now, guys. So <laughs> there we go. We're going to put this behind a paywall from now on because that's what I believe. I don't understand what the justification is for it. I think um, it's clearly a. It's clearly a cash grab. I don't like saying that, but it's clearly a cash grab. I love paying for games. I'm all for paying for games. As Aaron always says here, oh, you know, pay for the games that you enjoy, but for a game, which is literally 13 years old now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I get like, if, if, if it was being priced relatively cheaply, then suddenly it doesn't become something An that issue. looks like a cash grab it yeah. becomes something that they're doing for you like that yeah. hey we've ported this it only costs you f- like 15 quid or or even like 20 quid mm-hmm. um and you can play this game and for people that love that game they're gonna buy it and they're gonna like you know the, maybe people that only have a switch that have, that have always wanted to play it um always you know they love the series and and they've they never got a chance to properly play the first game so they might want to but the moment you start overpricing it it just immediately looks like hey you know we're, we're going to try and get as much as we can out of it but the other side of that is i i still uh, like am always of the opinion that by uh, by pricing it too highly they're gonna sell less and make less than if they priced it
1: mm-hmm.
2: l- like lower like if you price it just 20 quid lower maybe double the amount of people are gonna buy it
1: i also don't even know were games 50 dollars 13 years ago i don't no. think they were games were like still 20 30 quid
2: so I think you're saying that...
1: yeah exactly back yeah. in 2010 you could pick up new releases for 30 quid and even that do you remember when they started going above 30 quid where it was like 35 and i was like oh my god what's happening games industry's dying when and Now in they. Yeah, forty was like where it was like, okay, we're go, we're, we're hitting a, we're hitting a wall now. It's gonna stop, and it never did. So if this game literally came out in an era where games weren't even costing fifty dollars, how on earth are they just fine charging fifty dollars for it now? It's not a remaster, not an overhaul. It's literally a port. It's a port.
0: So explain. I, I went and looked. Red Dead Redemption twenty four ninety nine on the Xbox Store for the backwards compatible version. Undead Nightmare six seventy five, so just over thirty quid for all of it, but it's the commercially accurate price for it. Like how? And like Nintendo Nintendo Switch titles, yeah, they'll get overpriced anyway. Like Resident Evil Four was like, I want to say thirty quid when it launched mm-hmm. the Switch. So they do this all the time, but people buy it. I guess is the problem. Yeah, that was going
1: to lead me on to the next question. Will people still buy it and who?
0: Too many. More than than you would think and far more than you would hope. Do you really
1: think so? Do you think people are going to be buying a title for $50 for a game that... I feel like the thing is as well is that considering it's just a port, a lot of people that you think would be buying this game have probably already played it in the past 13 years because that's how old it is and that's how long it's been out if they've already played it why would they bother whereas like matt was saying if it was a bit cheaper if it was like $20 people might just pick it up for the nostalgia for the sake of having it because it feels like oh yeah it's just 20 it's just 20 quid what what's 20 quid you know but $50 is a significant purchase where you have to sit and like think about it you know you're not just gonna splash like, do
2: i want do i want it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Do I it? yeah yeah do i need exactly. it yeah yeah. exactly no but that's what it that's what you do do i need this game over buying some of the other amazing titles especially that are coming out got, this year yeah.
2: well, especially when you've got like like games coming out this year like much bigger titles that you're gonna need to save your cash for
1: exactly especially for nintendo switch there's a bunch of nintendo games dropping this october people are going to be thinking okay I want to hold on to my cash to buy stuff like that instead of splashing $50 onto a remaster. No, I was going to say remaster. It's not even a remaster. It's not a a
2: remake, it's not a remaster, it's just literally being able able to play the game in a couple of other places.
1: Mm -hmm. And may I add a couple of other places that still don't include PC. The game back in 2010 wasn't released on PC, they're re-releasing it now, they're still not bringing it to PC. I play everything on PC. I have Mm -hmm. consoles that I barely touch. They collect dust. I'm really sorry. But I just, I love keyboard and mouse. I love playing on PC and they're still not bringing it to PC.
2: If they can port port it- The fact that that they are bringing it to like Switch, which is a big deal, like, you know, whether you mm -hmm. like it or not. And PS4, like- They're porting
1: it to an old generation console (laughs) and not PC
2: yeah like it 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 just seems like that if they were going to charge this much or like at least value the re-release at a higher price then it needs to at least include Mm
1: -hmm. pc
2: as well but like even then it's still it's still i mean i wouldn't have bought it i
1: wouldn't have bought it anyway but i would have have liked the option i would have liked to have thought about it
2: if it was cheaper Like, like yeah you know and it was out on pc
1: yeah so, as the um, certified remake, Kate or Scott, would you have preferred that they remade the title? Or would you prefer they re-released it as they have done and had it cheaper?
0: Yeah, like, I was just about to say, I'm all for bringing something over because currently the only way to play Red Dead 1 on a modern platform is for the Xbox backwards compatibility. Which, you know, it's good that it's there at least, but there's mm-hmm. no... There's no way to play what is like considered to be one of the best games of all time which is like embarrassing because it should be there but mm-hmm. also 50 quid for it like sincerely just like i don't i can't even understand it metal gear solid master collection volume one 50 <laughs> quids on the playstation I store how long it would take
2: Oh no, I just I had the realisation so. <laughs>
0: there, because I was thinking about the conversation about mm-hmm. was about The Master Collection, same price, you get what? 1, two, three, okay. six games. He
1: pulled it up on his other monitor just to fact check himself. <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, you get 6 games and that's 50 quid. That says one game and DLC that should be included anyway for like a 20 quid remaster, far less. Enough.
2: A, yeah equipment. i mean it, yeah the fact that nothing else like there's not re- it's not really part of a big bundle or anything like that it just doesn't lend itself to to what do you mean it's not it? part of
1: a big bundle you get one dlc with it matt that's a <laughs> yeah. big bundle if i've ever has, seen one
0: hasn't even all the dlc for the game
1: You get one dlc with it what exactly. are you talking about that's a massive bundle what
0: <laughs> and as far as i can tell <laughs> don't, don't quote me on this but as far as i can tell doesn't include the molly Blair.
2: No, it, yeah, that, that's what I was going to just say, like, I, I, it's, the multiplayer is going to be affected as well, like, it's not, it's not, you don't even get the whole game, <laughs> like, essentially, like, you're not even getting the whole, the full thing, it, it feels like, it feels like it was a decision that was made, like, what can we do, what's a quick win, mm-hmm. oh, I know, why don't we just put this, is this a quick win? Well, I think it will be financially. It could have it been co- a quick win. It will win. cost them very little to do, and it will, like Scott said, like more people than you think will probably buy it. Mm. Um, like it's, it's a, it's a.
1: Guys, stop know... falling for it! It's your <laughs> guys' fault. People <laughs> that are buying it, it's your guys' fault because they know you're going to buy it, and then they keep putting it out for too much money. Stop it! It's, it's...
0: going to sell a million very quickly
1: oh god i don't
0: mind so i don't want take to announce like sales figures but i can guarantee it's going to sell over a million very quickly oh my god but it's
2: yeah like
1: we've got um rocking games kid in chat that says has anyone played twisted metal for ps3 not bad hi aaron that should welcome be on. That should be stop on. it is what i'm gonna say <laughs>
0: imagine, imagine being in holiday and still coming in to talk about twisted metal for the PS, <laughs> what a dedicated um, twisted metal.
1: Uh, I wanted to ask: Will we ever get a remaster for current gen consoles and PC? That's this is one thing I was a bit confused about. If they're porting it to PS4, why couldn't they port it to PS5?
2: Yeah, it's, that confused me as well. It's probably just
0: I don't don't quote me on this because I don't know anything about it. But I imagine it's probably just cheaper. Here's Scott's use. theory? It's, Do you think? Just, yeah, because you make one skew of it, the PS4 version. You can play in the PS5 anyway, so that's like an extra one you don't have to develop. Because I can't imagine it's as simple as drag and drop. Same thing in like PS4 and PS5. You only need to create one yeah. set of logos, you know. It's, that's yeah. But if they were going,
1: away. if they were going for the cash grab, they were going for the cash grab. Why would they not try and get it they, onto as many platforms as possible? I mean, as they've possible? clearly
2: got data. They've clearly got data on on like the demographic of who who would probably is more likely to own what yeah. console. And you've Based. got like you've probably got more people with like if you think PS4, it's an older console. Uh, yeah, it's got some some brilliant games and some great graphics. But like, but those those guys or people would would generally probably not be experiencing next gen graphics and next gen games so it might just be that it's more suited to that demographic of people that own the ps4 um, only
1: people who hate new games are going to play this re-release that's what they were thinking
2: pro- maybe like all or, or people you know or i tell or you
0: probably what it is kids are growing at- up now
1: that
2: never never could like buy it when they when it first came out I don't yeah know. but what's I don't stopping think, think. <laughs> because trying. it's ridiculous like, you can't
1: you, you can't you can't pin it down because it's ridiculous it really. yeah, it's I ridiculous really
2: it, but like... I,
0: I feel like it's pretty easy to pin it down and it's the same thing they've done with gta buy the same thing they did Red dead 2 if you release these games on console someone's gonna buy a ps4 version and feel like someone who wanted it on pc is gonna buy the ps4 version and then when it does come at pc they buy it again that's what they did with gta it's what they did with Red Dead one it's gonna come at pc this port probably
1: it's like the nintendo switch and the nintendo switch oled all over again isn't it
0: i'm shocked because people do that for the switch as well like they buy the yes. game and then it's on switch and they're like oh i'm gonna buy it again
1: so yeah but sure that's why that's why I don't get why it's so expensive, because like I was saying, if it's cheaper, people who already own the game would be like, they wouldn't think about it so hard. They just think, oh, I like this game. I'll buy it on this platform and this platform and this platform over and over and over again. And it's not that big of a deal because it's just 20 quid. Chucking 50 quid at a game, which is the same game that I already own on another platform. Nah, yeah, not buying it, not buying it.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah I mean like I would completely agree like it, I I would potentially if it was if it was cheaper if it was £15 pounds, I'd potentially buy it on a couple of different platforms uh, mm-hmm. like you know a um, couple of di- like PC and and I don't yeah I'm not even well, but... into
1: I'm not even into Red Dead Redemption um, but hearing that it was going to be re-released like Scott says a lot of people do consider it one of the best games ever I was kind of like okay maybe I'll give it a go I'll get it on Nintendo Switch it's easy loads of people have Nintendo switches $50? No way. No yeah, way. But like maybe yeah, we're no in way. a minority. Like maybe we're just people I really that, don't think we I, are.
2: I yeah, I don't know. No, I'm, people, people I'm very
1: have. willing to spend money on games but Yeah, I
2: mean I'm willing to I'm willing to fork out for games that I want. But like yeah. but if if it's they're pro- but they're probably not trying to trying to target like folk that might be interested they're they're targeting hardcore fans yeah like i guess and and people Mm. that miss the opportunity like i say like maybe they were kids and they and they never got a chance to to play it like back then they've grown up now and they've got their own money and they can afford it and they've still got their uh, like they've still got a ps4 or switch and they're like great i'm gonna go and relive that part of my childhood that i sort of feel like i missed out on maybe they're banking on that i I don't i i don't know but like to me personally it seems like a complete if i was going to describe a waste of money it would be yes
1: yeah i mean you know
0: gta 5 when it came to ps5 um is 34 pounds 35 pounds 40 dollars yeah the same ps3 game a third time
1: yeah, but that's not fifty dollars.
0: Yeah, but it was on PS4. You know, like when they did the PS4 version, it was full priced, and now ten years later, they've released it again for forty quid. Like they can get away with it. You know, forty quid is still too much for GTA V at this point. Mm. You know, but yeah,
1: I do think so. Yeah. When it comes
0: to Rockstar, people will just buy stuff. People like,
1: but GTA it's... is like a they' They're still updating that game now. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a a ten year old game that they've just left on the back burner and not what she man.
0: because that online is terrible yeah but the thing
1: is the point is is that right now you can spend x amount of money to buy gta 5 and you know that it's still being updated even with the rumors of gta 6 coming soon even though people think oh yeah it'll be coming in the next two years or whatever you know that until then and maybe even after that gta 5 is still going to be updated whereas you're spending 50 dollars for this game like matt said and you're not even essentially getting the full game it doesn't come with multiplayer it doesn't even come with all of the dlcs this game didn't cost that much when it released originally back in 2013 or 2010 why why are they charging that much for it now cuz whereas with GTA 5 it. it's it's GTA 5 is the current generation of GTA so i feel yeah. a bit more comfortable forking 35 quid out for that which is still being updated still has a really big player base online and you get to play GTA online
0: with your mates that's a, that's uh that's a negative GTA 5 streamer GTA Online what, GTA terrible. online. <laughs> terrible. It is bad. It you know is what bad. game has good online? Red Dead Redemption 1.
1: But this isn't you don't get online. the online. Yeah, but you don't get the online. You don't get the online. Oh, well. It's not a positive.
0: <laughs> because they can't put like 50 microtransactions in it, so like all the 10 year olds who play the game can beg their mum for like shark cards every day. They're not gonna bother think, with the multiplayer. Do you think that's why the they've done it? Yeah, the multiplayer is still live on Xbox.
1: But they're making so much money from selling the re release of the game. I think the bare minimum they could have done is put more eplay into it.
2: Yeah. Or no, the bare minimum the they DLC. could have done
0: is what they're doing just now. And it's what it is a bare minimum. I think if that, if that um, what was the one? The GTA thing? The remakes that were like horrid. Like the absolutely stinking remasters of GTA. The
1: GTA Definitive Trilogy.
0: Yeah. I think if that hadn't gone so poorly, we'd maybe be talking about something else right now. Like they probably Mm -hmm. might have put some semblance of effort into it, Mm -hmm. but I assume because that was...
1: Crash and burn. Failure.
0: (laughs) Like, I think they just thought, right, okay. People clearly want a way to play those games as intended let's put Red dead on there uh, Mm -hmm. as normal which in itself is not a terrible idea it's the 50 quid that's a terrible idea you know Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i mean it's definitely it's not it's not a terrible idea to to do it it's 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 just it's the fact that it's just so it just seems very lackluster like the the approach the fact that you don't get like jasmine said like you don't get the all the dlc the multiplayer is not there um or you know at least we think think so um um and and you're not getting any kind of like any kind of like remaster or additional features that have been added at all um so it's just it just does feel very much like someone went into the office one day and said we need to make a quick buck what can we do and that someone said why don't we just re- put red dead on the switch man and <laughs> i imagine that's how the conversation went and uh, yeah and they went gary i love it and, yeah uh, and yeah. Then they just they just ran with it oh. and, and is, uh, or, or, or like slowly stumbled towards it and there's a new wrangle to this that
0: no, i've just found out 30 frames a second on ps5 yeah. with 13 year old assets
1: Yeah, but 30 frames per second is kind of what you'd expect out of a game that's being ported to Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah, No, I'm talking on PS5, though. Like, I'm pretty sure if you play... What? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, the Xbox has that what is it like the upscale like the automatic upscaling oh but games on xbox
1: games on Xbox, like we know it's gonna be 30 frames per second we know it's fine like even old remasters from that long ago like we know
0: what i mean is i'm pretty sure the backwards compatible version of this on xbox is going to be better than the version that's on like ps4 and switch Mm. in terms of fidelity and resolution because xbox does all that weird tech and the backwards compatibility stuff
1: but i think um people that are buying this game aren't really looking for like high resolution and high frames per second right they're looking it's just nostalgia based it's completely nostalgia based so realistically if the game runs as worse as possible it's going to contribute to the nostalgia of it because old games are terrible i mean graphically
0: there's also Red Dead Redemption 2, presumably a lot of people, you know, all the 10-year-olds of the world, their target audience of children, um, probably played that first. And obviously, when Red Dead 2 ends, you're, like, seconds into Red Dead 1. Like, that's, you know, it's, like, directly after that. So clearly Mm -hmm. they're banking on a lot of people who have played the sequel, love it, and want to know what happens next, but because it's not on anything they haven't had a chance to yeah so now those people who have been desperate like ps5 owners or ps4 owners who have been desperate to play like see what happens next and don't have access to ps3 you know it's for them Mm -hmm. so why not rip them off i guess (laughs) but that's the
2: that's the sticking point that's the part that just feels not nice is is like what like yeah, like you say in those in those words, why not rip them off? Like, it, and that's what it feels like to me. Um mm-hmm.
0: That's what the whole GTA Online ecosystem is, and that's done wonders for them. That's probably the reason why GTA Six is still like a couple years away and didn't come out like I don't know, in, like twenty twenty or something. Because like they make so much money off of microtransactions and all that. Why bother and i think it's kind of telling that you know the two brothers who are a part of rockstar the one who does the writing is left the one who does the business is still there mm. which kinda not to go into gta sex talk maybe has me a bit worried about how gta sex is gonna turn out but hey got a love time will um, tell. got to being worried about, world
1: about world. how how things will turn out i hope this is a better segue than the ones that nathan uses on the podcast being worried about how <laughs> things are going to turn out let's talk about project q was that good guys
0: i don't think there's a worry though. i think
1: it was acceptable
0: is there anything to worry about <laughs> because it's terrible and it's going to be terrible if anything? oh that's yes that's crazy. where all
1: the worry comes from however <laughs> recently playstation has finally released their cloud streaming service into beta to some random psn users and it's giving Project Q a glimmer of hope. Um, so just to go into a bit of an excerpt that I wrote about this recently, Sony is starting to roll out a brand new PS5 cloud streaming service, which which is currently available to a few random PSN users. PS5 cloud streaming allows you to play games in your console without having to actually download and install the titles first, and will be available as part of PlayStation Plus premium subscription service once it gets a full release. The service was originally rumoured to be launching at the start of this year and then officially confirmed via PlayStation Blog back in June. Sony stated that the PS5 cloud streaming service would be available for supported PS5 titles, which includes those from the PlayStation Plus game catalogue and game trials as well as digital PS5 games that players own. It gives you the option to choose between 720p, 1080p, 1440p and even 4K resolution. According to current participating users, this is only the beta, though. They might roll that back and realize that it's insane. Who knows? Um, so, this gives us a bit of hope for Project Q because it means that maybe you won't have to leave your PS5 on downstairs when you're set upstairs in your bedroom playing it. But.
2: You still got to play on home Wi Fi, though. Like, that's it still, that's the still, end like, of the conversation right still, like project but, q is still bad and the, and it's so dependent on if it, it if this new service works very well mm-hmm. because we've had we've had this type of service before from other people and it doesn't work very well like there's Google
1: continuous,
2: continuous <laughs> problems laggy blocky horrible like yeah so yeah it might be able to like facilitate 4K or, or whatever, but it, like, is it going to look 4K? Like, do you mm-hmm. know? I'm, it's just to the me, best
1: comparison just... point. I think is Xbox Cloud Streaming, which you get through Xbox Game Pass. They don't even have the option for 4K on Xbox mm. Cloud Streaming. You can just get up to 1080. I think it is. Um, I mean, that's all you. That's need even for a... still in beta. No,
2: so. that's all you need at the mo at the moment. Like, but it feels like this all of this just feels like technology that is not all the way there that's just being pushed out um as quickly as possible because yeah. I do i do feel like it is it's it's almost at a point where it's like oh i'll i'll choose this over downloading a game and playing it but it's not it's not that like in any way shape or form like at that point right now mm-hmm. so i can't imagine maybe it'll be better on a smaller device but like I can't imagine it's going to be anything other than just like a bit of a laggy blocky because it's going to be so dependent on your internet connection. So it's not going to work for everyone straight, straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work very well the same yeah. for everybody. So I
1: think the plus side of um, cloud streaming on a PS5 is obviously that a lot of people have their PS5s plugged in with ethernet. Not everyone, but you know there's the option there to have yeah, an ethernet but it depends cable plugged on in
2: and what pa- internet package you've got. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely can't afford the 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 more high-end sort of like
1: But then you don't get that with Project Q. You obviously don't have the option to no. plug in an ethernet cable. Um from what we've seen of the device, it looks like there's just a USB-C port to charge it and that's it. So even if you have like really great internet and you've got the top end in like gaming package that all of these providers do now you get like gigabyte internet your wi-fi could be absolutely tragic and just not work on this device and then you've just got like a brick that sits on your desk that yeah, you it never just doesn't use work. yeah yeah it's yeah.
2: so dependent on too many factors that are uncontrollable by yeah. the company so to, like to me it doesn't it doesn't add much hope it just it just adds yeah, like but I a, think like, and maybe it might be a little bit more useful than we first thought, yeah, like that's as far as it goes. I think
1: it. until now, Project Q has literally seemed like a dumpster device that no one would ever touch because it was like, okay, you need to cloud stream from your p s five, and in order to do that, you need to have the game installed and running on your p s five and leave your p s five on to be playing it. Yeah, I mean, and that
2: makes it easier. Like, that makes it so
1: easier. not having to do that, I think, contributes a little bit, you have to say. like. Yeah, of course. It puts it on par with the amazing Logitech G Cloud, which I totally didn't give a one out of five in my review of it this weekend. Um, but, Scott, what do you think? Do you think um, I this think is going to be saving Project Q? I've
0: got a Project Q right here. <laughs> I don't know what, I'm, trying, I'm trying to... <laughs> like trying to bite my tongue a little bit because i don't want to give in to the stereotype that i'm an old grouchy man who hates Mm -hmm. new stuff cloud streaming but you are stupid why i just don't like it it's i don't do you not cloud stream
1: any games on your pc
0: Worst, worst i do is like remote play but even then that is like a last resort and it's for stuff like persona 5 where you know i'm literally going through menus but like i don't know if this is just because i play fighting games and rhythm games but mm-hmm. cloud streaming is never going to be a viable option probably ever maybe i don't like, think
1: that's true i don't I think don't, that's yeah. true I don't, maybe i don't, I don't think that. that's true i think you are okay adam Mel says it in the chat scott you are literally <laughs> an old gamer who hates new things he then has like most of us don't include most of us in that i'm not like that I mean, I, I'm I'm
2: like halfway between between Scott and somebody that's really optimistic about it. I think one day it will be a viable option, one day. But it's like it's kind of like I I view it in the same way as as VR. I know you like really like VR, Jasmine, but like I do for me, it's not all the way there yet. So, it, and it's not going to be for the next ten to twenty years like so mm-hmm. I, I think until and cuz what you need for this sort of stuff to work is like complete overhauls of of um like networks and things uh, for from like a an, an internet connection standpoint mm-hmm. there's still s- still like parts of the country that that don't have fiber even so it's okay it's
1: fiber not... has become a lot more rolled out now like it a is, lot of yeah. the country do have fiber and i think it's like 95
2: or something like that but like but where i last lived i didn't i didn't have it and like so it, it...
1: it's because you guys are from the middle of nowhere
2: no it's because someone
1: it doesn't mean we're less important
2: said no
0: they were going to put fiber cables in and one person on the street said no and that was enough and it's been like 10 years since and i moved into here regardless matt makes a good point it's like vr and the fact Mm -hmm. that it should never ever 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 be the standard someone i don't
1: think it should ever be the standard that's correct Mm -hmm. i don't think cloud gaming should be the standard over native gaming but i i I don't think it's never going to be a viable option. I think cloud gaming will be a viable option and it makes gaming much more accessible to people, especially cloud streaming on like mobile devices, right? Because there are loads of games that you can only get on PC or console. Then you can cloud stream through Xbox Cloud Gaming or NVIDIA Broadcast that you can then play on your phone. And NVIDIA Broadcast is free. It's a free cloud streaming service. You only get to play up to an hour or something per day, but that's still an hour per day that some people get to play that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to and you get a massive catalog of games and stuff like i think that that's i think that is definitely not not viable it's, def- it's definitely like a, a
2: direction to to be to be c- continuously improving on but I, it, think. I i just i just don't see it i just don't see this in this version as we are now with what we have the technology we have at the moment as being like something that is going to redefine what we all think about project Q um, and I I think it's the only reason I think more people will have a PlayStation plus subscription that premium subscription that don't use it than have it and do use it like it, I just I just think that's the way it is so it's it mm-hmm. kind of still remains pointless to me I think we're um,
0: in the same kind of situation as last time where like my viable comment isn't no cloud streaming doesn't work my viable comment is cloud streaming is never going to work for fighting games it's never going to work for rhythm games it's never going to work
1: that's not what for... you said that's not what you said
0: i was talking i specifically name dropped fighting games and rhythm games and saying it won't be a bad there work.
1: are a specific category of games that cloud streaming isn't ever going to work for such yeah. as fighting games rhythm games online multiplayer games of course because the like momentum of your inputs is really important and the speed of your inputs is really important you're not going to go and play like a war zone through cloud streaming because those split second like delays and lags can cause issues for you in the game sure but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're not going to go and play a so single not player going story to be game
0: viable as a main option for format. those
1: games particularly not overall i think it probably what, it's is like, you know anything that be,
0: requires any semblance of like quick inputs even Mario, but that's not that no
1: that's not that, every single game
2: no like i of, think it could i think it could be very useful in like the cozy game sort of like
1: exactly like i'm not going to sit there playing something like stardew valley and be like oh my god if i put that input in 0.5 seconds faster maybe this would have happened there are there's See, a, such a wide catalog differ. of games <laughs> 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 there's such a wide catalog of games where stuff like that doesn't matter and I think that in that sort of sense, cloud gaming is a really good option. But, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, there are games where cloud cloud streaming isn't viable. Well,
0: basically, if we go into the, the future that Phil Spencer imagines, where okay. there's no Xbox, everyone's just got a Game Pass subscription and they can play okay. Halo on their TV. Okay. Where does that leave platformers? Where does that leave anything? Like it's not a cozy game or menus.
1: I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think that everyone is going to be cloud streaming. But there's a in, there's in a push for it,
0: is what I mean. There's a push for it from like big companies. Xbox is pushing for it. ubisoft's pushing for it. But no I, PlayStation I think, are pushing I, for it.
2: I think that's because. um Like the mobile gaming space has become is like so big, and Mm -hmm. it's. I think it's moving its way into like TV, like that sort of Netflix, Amazon Prime sort of space, and then these services to be able to cloud game, um, like you know, just say, I mean, if PlayStation dropped um, an app that you uh, cloud gaming app that you could you you could play games through your TV, um, then that's gonna be like something that a lot of people would be like uh, hey i don't have a PlayStation, but at least i could still play this through this this way without needing anything extra mm-hmm. um so like i c- i can see i can see where the the sort of application could be useful uh i just i just don't think it's actually gonna be smooth enough to work the way that people would want it to work for a little while yet so
1: Before we move on to what Scott's going to say, I just want to read out some of these comments because I I am enjoying them. Nathan says, Scott, stop being moody. And I think you should stop being moody, Scott. He also says average UK speeds for internet are 89 megabits per second in the UK. And I think that that's going to be very skewed because a lot of people have like gigabyte internet now, right? And then some people are still on like 2MBS. I downloaded Baldur's
0: Gate for yesterday, the entire house was like suffering for it yeah, yeah i think just because that's the
1: average speed i don't think it's it's but there yeah
2: even then i don't think i i don't i i, I still don't think that's fast that enough to effectively cloud game like, if yeah you, if, think in a family of four or five like in in a household two people like trying to game online yeah uh one somebody's watching netflix like that's nowhere near fast enough like you yeah. you would need at least if you're in a fa- if you were by yourself, just you were the only person ever using it, you would still need at least probably 150 to 200. I've got um,
1: 100 and I got 170. I live on my own. I've got 170 and I think I'd just about get by on it. Like I sometimes have there's like
2: and I still have issues yeah. sometimes, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think I think you are right on that. I still think that's not fast enough. Um Nathan says FPS games won't ever work. I don't think they won't ever work but I think the only way that cloud streaming could work with FPS games is if you had a wired connection and that kind of defeats the purpose of cloud gaming and gaming on the go Um, and Nathan also says Matt is a legend
2: well that's just
1: obvious isn't it you can do that with Game Pass on Samsung TVs now Matt
2: yeah, I know, but I'm talking. I'm not just talking about in this one specific space with this one specific brand of specific TV that you can specifically, <laughs> specifically do. Like I'm talking about as a general thing across the board. Like you know, you've got because you have high-end, low-end TVs, and you you've got like different operating systems and um, Android TV and and google tv and all sorts of different stuff so i'm talking about when it's when it's working across the board like that's when it for I everyone the, on every yeah, yeah like yeah. when yeah. it becomes like a convenience thing for people and and when you can tap into the convenience and make it more convenient for people to be able to game, um then I take a shot to, every
1: time matt says convenience guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're going or specifically like what you know um, but the, but that's, you know, that's what I mean. I mean across the board, not just in one particular area. Like mm-hmm. I know all of this stuff is being worked on. And I, like I say, I can see where the application is going, but it's not there yet. And it's not going to be all the way there for, for a long while, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. I... Adam also says, to be <laughs> fair, Scott did specify it wouldn't work for games. He likes such as fighting games. So I apologise, Scott. I apologise for attacking Good. you. I take it back. Carry you on. Can't, you
0: can't do a one frame link on cloud connections it's not happening um the point matt brought up the mobile gaming and stuff mm-hmm. mobile gamers are not interested in a 30-hour rpg mobile gamers are not interested no in but playing. they would
2: be in b they would be interested How do you know in... I, yeah well that i mean that's true as mobile well, gamers are interested
0: in ads that have like people pulling pins out and then Let's stuff. Just, falling I on do, I do love those ads. you download do the game, it's ads. like an idle. Like you, I love those ads. And you pay money to make the thing grow. Faster. I think,
1: I think you're thinking of a specific type of mobile gaming. I think of like mobile apps and stuff. And I think when we talk about mobile gaming, I'm talking about people who want to be fully fledged gamers but don't particularly have the resources to to do that. Yeah. Like consoles are expensive, games are expensive. PCs are expensive. Uh, yeah, i I basically think of think of mobile
2: games. Like there's loads of mobile games that you've got loads of stuff like in Apple Arcade, for example. You've got you can play like NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. You can play uh, you I mean you got it pro it would probably wouldn't work in this way, but like you you've even got like Call of Duty Mobile, you've got so many games like that, but on top of that you've got all of the other sort of you know, candy crush type games. like, not, like imagine if people could play all of these games you've got like zelda knockoffs and all sorts like imagine Mm -hmm. people can play these games on their tv instead of on their phone Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm talking about that's where the applications go and so mobile what i'm saying is i think people people sleep on mobile gaming a little bit because but it is actually probably it's it's the fastest growing like area of gaming at the moment and it's huge and it's going to move itself into tv and cloud gaming services are going to be the partner for it to work Mm -hmm. that's that's my point my
0: point is the mobile gaming audience is grossly like blown up because like yes there are like four billion mobile gamers technically but like the actual market for like a proper release is probably like significantly smaller like, for example, Nintendo, if you if you hear Nintendo, you think Mario, Animal Crossing, like, you know, Zelda, mm-hmm. you know what game did the best for them on mobile? Fire Emblem, because you could roll for random chances to unlock JPEGs. You know, the mobile gaming market is like skewed in such a way that people being like, we need to chase this
1: nathan know. says cod mobile makes more money for activision than the full call of duty does on console slash pc
2: it's bigger than you think scott it's really like, big like, honestly, and I, I, there's a lot I, of
1: microtransactions in it
2: i was a mm. um i was uh I, w- I went out to sweden to catch, to candy crushes to king's me king medias um Offices, and they were talking about gaming then, and I was like you before I went there, uh, uh, like thinking uh, the, the the advancements that they are making are are so much more impressive than you think. Like they are, they're talking about like you know going going to um, going to King Media was like we went into a a, a studio where they were composing orchestral scores for Candy Crush like they they are that it's so much bigger than you think it is and and it's crazy like how much they want to push it forwards and it's and there's that's the sort of area it's going to go into it's just is I just before I went I didn't know how, didn't realize how big it was at, like when I came away I was like had a completely shifted view of mobile gaming and how big it was. Why
1: are you making that face, Scott? If
0: they want to push it forward, why not make an actual game? Why not make a game that isn't based around people's mums sharing their Facebook data or like? Paying yeah, but what's money, wrong with that? What? How is that different? Lives.
1: How is that different from you sharing your data with Capcom to play Street Fighter Six? How is it any different?
0: That's not the main point. Thing I was saying. No, like, the point. The point game... of your
1: argument is that the, that Candy Crush isn't a real game. That is no. no my point that is, can, th- no.
2: that is Candy Crush when it first came out, and that and it's moved on like like since then. So like, so you yes, tell me if Facebook I win in Candy, Candy Crush, crush massive... now. I'm not it's
0: telling It's not going to be telling filled you... with ads and like.
2: Look, I, ju- I just opportunities. You Yeah, I but
1: how is that different from other games? Candy Crush is a free to play game, like any other free to play game on PC. You get microtransactions and adverts. You open up the League of Legends client, it's a free to play game. You open up the League of Legends client, there are there are things all along the bottom of the screen. Audible words
0: for You do, (laughs) you
1: do, but you get you get little pop ups on the bottom of the client, which are like, Hey, we've released this new collection, we've released this skin pack, go to the shop to buy this. You get the same thing on Warzone, you get the same thing on Overwatch 2, you get the same thing on the majority of free to play games. It's not any different than it is on mobile.
2: Yeah, I think it's true. I think that's true. I think. Candy Crush is
1: Candy Crush not still being like updated like every single day as well with like all the new levels and and everything. Like, how is it different?
2: I think more people play Candy Crush. Like, they have more concurrent players than like. um, Than like any other game. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Candy Crush is like one of the
1: biggest games on the planet, and you get people like Scott saying it's not a real game.
2: I mean, I mean, take that one game that there was like hints that they're you know thinking about moving into other types of media and and then that brings you more into tv and characters and character buildings building and working on backstories it's just like it's just like i'm i'm not trying to sell it i'm just telling you it is so much bigger than you first think it is yeah that's I'm not all. denying that it's big i'm no point of it denied that it's big my
0: point isn't candy crush is not a real game my point is not that it's what's your point then? to make mobile games my point is people that the biggest audience the big audience of mobile games that is like you know that people want to capitalize on like people like nintendo wanted to capitalize on they're not interested in like a full paid for experience they're not interested in like a how do you hour know but i don't because think that's
2: true cause, look because how do you mobile know moved on so much that that is kind of the experience you get when you play mobile games like um like like you've got like cod like cod mobile for example it's huge and that is people that want to play want that experience but maybe don't have the resources or they they do have their phone but you know they might want a handheld but they but they can't afford one but they've got a phone so they I'm they get an add-on or I'm trying to Nathan find the says, exact point, point but...
1: Top Mobile games are Candy Crush, COD Mobile, Minecraft, Pokemon Go, Genshin Impact, PUBG Mobile. Those are all games in their own right. There are 273 million users playing Candy Crush once a month, and Fortnite has an average of 239 million users. Candy Crush is literally uh, bigger than Fortnite.
0: I feel like we've we've gone once again gone from like me making one point to something else. I've never denied that candy crush is big i've never denied that candy crush is popular i didn't even no, say candy I know, crush I know is you're saying, like you're, a, saying you know. you're saying
2: the audiences are different and they don't want that experience like no but so... like even the like you know it's
0: <laughs> to to go back he's restarting to back to blank saying, slate
1: blank slate scott go on start again
0: I, I can't find the the exact like story on it but super mario run released as a game as a like full complete package that cost like i think like a fiver or something like that and it like completely underperformed whereas you know pokemon go which is like you know you can make money easily off of it by selling like whatever as they sell on it, like pokestop coins or whatever it was
1: yeah they have or, a lot of microtransactions yeah, there, yeah or
0: fire emblem heroes i want to say it's called the mobile fire emblem that is killing it it's probably Nintendo's highest-grossing game ever, probably, because it makes so much money because people want their like, short JPEG mm-hmm. collection stuff. What I'm saying is, the market for a full-blown game on mobile, like something you would buy otherwise, like something you would But that's why to the top.
1: cloud streaming services aren't packaging full games, they are subscription-based services you pay monthly and get access to X amount of titles yeah, like no, Xbox no one's Game Pass. Expecting, no one's yeah, expecting like,
2: a mobile game to come out and it be like the next Final Fantasy installment. It's, it's just... it is. they are catering towards a different i think the point the point really is is like i i think that cloud gaming services marry up very well with mobile gaming and Mm -hmm. i think that's going to make its way onto tvs in homes which is going to make casual gamers like fancy sort of sitting down in front of the tv and gaming for a bit through a cloud gaming service rather than on their mobile phone or having like a, a ps5 or a or a PC to game on. So it's going to attract like a whole new kind of um, uh, demographic or a whole new segment of an audience that, uh, that may be sort of teetering on the edge of, of wanting to be able to play games. I'm not talking about like big story games. It's just more kind of like platform games and, and uh, like cozy games and things like that. And um, I think they're going to get closer together and i think the purpose of playstation doing like ha- starting this service and also xbox was starting their cloud gaming services is to get them as good as possible on these bigger games so that they can easily then apply that that technology into m- mobile gaming and getting mobile gaming from the mo- uh, from mobile phones onto TVs uh, to make the experience better for for people that might be like avid mobile gamers, and there are a lot of avid mobile phone gamers, like it's just R. But that's that's what I was trying to get, at, what, right, what rather than they... going. Or, or, Why are you or...
1: making that face? <laughs>
2: Can
0: we bring that list back up again?
1: Which list? Whatever list needs. These ones: Candy Crush, COD um... Mobile, Minecraft, Pokemon Go, Genshin Impact, PUBG Mobile.
0: Would you sit down and play any of those for longer than, let's say, 10 minutes at a time?
1: I think I've put a hefty few hours into Minecraft and Pokemon Go. Yes, definitely.
2: Yeah, I've played, yeah. played a lot of COD Mobile.
1: i played a lot of Pokemon Go as well. When Pokemon Go first came out, I skipped school for a week.
0: But how, how long is a match in COD Mobile? Like five minutes?
2: Uh, depends what, yeah, you what you're playing. Could like, you but, yeah, five to get ten on minutes. the
0: bus for ten minutes? Play yeah, a game but of that's the mobile mobile point
2: of mobile gaming. You're trying to fit an a, a no. What I'm saying is into that... a mobile gamer's <laughs> mindset, rather than what are you saying, Scott? What are you, what are you I'm trying... saying? But I'm saying it's not the space isn't
1: there
0: for a like thirty-hour game that you need to pay attention to. It's like yeah, a supplement. They're... How I don't not? How not?
1: But you can sit and play a thirty hour game in ten minute bursts over like but I'm not, I'm however not talking long in about replacements
2: either I'm not talking about a replacement I'm talking about I'm talking about um people that don't already do it but they do mobile game moving closer towards sitting in front of your TV and gaming moving closer to like mobile gaming mentality moving closer towards console gamers that sit in front of their tv and play for hours yeah they might sit and play for half an hour or like they might sit and play for 20 minutes or 10 minutes or they might open up something and and only only play for like a, a small small while but but eventually that's the entry point it's creating a new entry point for new gamers that don't that aren't already hardcore gamers or even just just enthusiasts the majority of people
1: gaming. that have entered the gaming space have done so through some type of like portable gaming console. And it's like whether that be on your phone, whether that be the Nintendo DS or the PSP or the Game Boy Advance, m- most people started out with some type of portable console that you got when you were a kid because, you know, when we Game were younger, Boy. we didn't have like phones and stuff. Exactly, like a Game Boy. Because you didn't have like phones and stuff or iPads for your parents to chuck in front of you, like how there are iPad kids now. So I think that most people started off with some type of device similar to a mobile phone just because now there are consoles that people are picking up just because now most people are playing on PC and stuff it doesn't then suddenly rid the fact that a lot of people will transition from playing on mobile phones to eventually playing on like Matt's saying on a big TV. It doesn't mean that it's not there. Just because people play mobile games for convenience sake, it doesn't mean that they might not eventually pick it up as like a more serious hobby and, and, and also use they, cloud they streaming software. They don't
2: need to. They don't like. That's the. I think that's the thing. Is like somebody who's enjoying games in any capacity is somebody that is potentially convertible into like a, a convertible. new convertible, yeah, like that. Uh, into like a new like as a, as a as a new demographic or as a new um like customer so so when you've when you've got so like such a huge audience of like people that wanna buy high end games and game for hours and sit down in the evening and play for three hours before they go to bed or all night or whatever like they they those people aren't are i i don't think are the audience for cloud gaming it's it's the mobile gamers that are the audience
1: yeah, scott's done with uh, this i think i'm scott's gonna done be honest like
0: i think we've i've forgotten i think we may have all forgotten what we we're even talking about Project in the first Q place here and cloud yeah. gaming
2: <laughs> i remember
0: i'm sitting here like, says how did we even get here
1: Nathan says, "This is like watching someone who doesn't like marzipan telling everyone why marzipan is bad, even though everyone loves it."
0: Again, like we're. Ge- I'm I'm never expressing an opinion <laughs> this again because suddenly it goes from like I don't like this thing because of a reason to I hate all remakes and I think remakes are the worst thing ever. I like mobile games. I like playing. Uh, what's the official name of it? Konami's Pixel Puzzle Collection, where I've restarted it three times through new phones because it's that long, and I just like playing it. I'm yeah. not saying that I hate mobile games or I hate any of this. I think I don't think cloud streaming's you know the end of the world. I think there is a place for it, but I don't think any of it. Like, well, actually, I've gone on to two different points there, so I'm just gonna <laughs> roll that back. <laughs> My point was. The mobile gaming market is not as lucrative as some console manufacturers have tried to chase over the last two years. There have been elements of mobile gaming that have been successfully chased and adapted to console games like free-to-play and all that, but it's not like a market that you can just go, here is Super Mario on your phone, give me money. It's not that easy. Meanwhile, cloud gaming there's obvious hurdles you're never going to be able to play certain types of games on it and it should never become standard that's my point it should never become like the main thing there should never be a streaming only console because why would you I mean actually yeah there should never be a project queue because why does that exist I've got a phone but regardless of that yeah
1: but even so so you're saying there shouldn't be streaming only consoles like no one's disagreeing with you but project q isn't a standalone console you need to get it in addition to a ps5 yeah. well,
0: you know project q is just stupid in general project q yeah. is like terrible and they're i don't think
1: on... streaming only consoles are going to be a thing i don't think they're going to happen like they they tried that with the google stadia right they tried to do these like plug-in yeah. things that you get your tv and stuff it didn't work
0: they're banking on how much playstation fans are into like a cult of PlayStation and worship the ground they walk on, and mm-hmm. will buy games like Horizon Forbidden West for seventy quid and call it a good game when it's just Assassin's Creed with, you know, better graphics. You know,
1: Horizon: Call of the Mountains was good on VR, but anyway,
0: I don't, I don't play VR
1: either, okay.
0: because it makes me I ill. Mean, not because no, because I hate VR. Not because I think VR is gonna <laughs> kill us all. It just makes me feel sick. So. Oh, okay. This is the most fun
2: I've had all just week. Just
0: like remakes and phone games and whatever else, Adam L is gonna associate me with hating for the next three months. Because
2: I mean, hmm. you have called yourself a certified remake hater, so yeah, you know, people are gonna people are gonna draw conclusions from that.
0: I really like <laughs> the remake of Resident Evil Four, which you can find out about by going to mirror.co.uk uk forward slash gaming and looking for a Resident Evil 4 remake review, in which I gave it 5 out of 5 stars.
2: How are you going to segue this then, Jasmine, into, into the next you know,
0: it's not a remake, Starfield actually kind of is, because it's the same game in the start. Do we have time for that? We can talk about it quickly.
1: We can talk about it quickly. Um, uh, Since I don't have a segue, but Matt has nicely set me up to move on to the next topic, which we'll be speaking about is the
0: Sea of Stars for PlayStation Plus.
1: Starfield. (laughs) Starfield um, is coming at the beginning of next month. Um, Preloads for Starfield have started today I want to say or will be starting next week um, I think, I'm
2: pretty sure it's today it's a pretty large range of things. oh
1: yes there we go yeah it's going to be starting today um, the 9th of August and the game is a massive 125 gigabytes um, So even though you might be thinking, okay, why have they have given us almost a month to preload a game it is a long time The game is relatively big. You need time to rearrange your hard drives We all know you need to figure out what you're gonna delete before you install it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool but Is all of that gonna be ruined with a day one patch is what I want to know right Xbox notorious for releasing their I don't want to say a bad word here but they're not very good games and then letting you preload them and then releasing a day one patch to fix whatever they need to fix whatever remaining bugs there are as the game comes out And then, spoiler alert, it doesn't fix any of the bugs. Like The bugs are all still there. So a prime example for this was Redfall, made by Bethesda as well, released earlier this year. Everyone knows how much I love bringing up Redfall, but it was genuinely one of the worst experienced games I've ever played in my life. Like The worst experiences ever. It was so bad. It was terrible. Bugs everywhere. Me and Aaron streamed that over on Mirror Gaming YouTube channel. You can go watch that after this podcast. It was terrible. It was really bad. Do you guys not think that between now, if they're releasing preloads now, the 9th of august and the 6th of september when the game is coming out that they'll patch it again anyway surely they will they're not showing this game off at gamescom first thing gamescom is in two weeks time they are not showing starfield off despite it being a I... week and a bit before
0: i want to say they are showing it off i just don't want you to get hands on but
1: no hands on for it even though essentially if they're allowing people to preload it right now it's done it's finished but you're not getting hands on with it. Why? I just don't They're not gonna release another patch between now and release of Starfield? They're not gonna release any other patches. Not so if you preload it now, you'd have to preload you. more stuff.
0: Not that I disagree with you, but I just don't think Starfield's a good game to play a demo of because you've got to get people moving in and out of that booth. And is fifteen minutes of a game like Starfield really enough? No, that yeah, being said, completely it right. is a Bethesda Game Studios game it's going to be a mess at launch there's no chance the, it's not that's, the thing, that's their no gimmick way. at this point you know there's
2: no way a game that big doesn't have problems on on release and needs like mm-hmm. some serious patching like sh- like off the rip like there's just no way given given how games are released these days like there's just no way that can <laughs> that can happen in my view uh so i i don't think i mean yeah i think it's going to get patched pretty quickly
1: But this is the thing if they're allowing users to preload it from today, surely they'll release multitudes of patches. I don't think they'll even just release one between now and launch day, I think they'll release multiple, two or three patches. Maybe. There will be bugs that they will encounter between now, no matter how much QA they've done. Like you're saying, game that big, there's going to be stuff that they've missed. They will release patches between now and then, so why are they even opening preload this early? What's the benefit behind it?
2: I think it's just to build hype, like just to mm-hmm. keep the hype alive. The hype maybe. is
1: there. They don't need more hype for this game. This game yeah. is, their whole but everything keeping, is on is this game it's keeping it now. at the
2: forefront of your mind. It is keeping it at the forefront of your mind by by being able to preload it, and it's already it was, at the part, forefront
1: it, of my mind because of how much Nathan talks about it. I'm just it was saying, of,
2: yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> very—that's a very isolated, like, sort of, you know, experience. Not <laughs> everyone has Nathan talking about it every day. Um, okay, fair. Um, but, but the, I think I think it keeps it at the forefront of your mind, um, and it—it—it's a concern how big it is, and how if you're on PC, you need to make sure you have a solid state hard drive just to be able to play it. Um, like it gives people time to sort that stuff out. Tons of they, games
1: are that big now, uh, though. It's like really common for games to be that big now. 125 not, gigabytes yeah. isn't outlandishly large, it's not like it's, I mean, it's I, half I, a terabyte. I,
2: I think, I, I think it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty big for a lot of people. I yeah. mean, isn't Borders Gate huge. 3
1: that big? I'm yeah, not saying um,
2: that other games killed aren't, killed but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but just, just because one game is also very big doesn't mean that this game isn't is is suddenly like tiny it is a big game a lot of people that that will have concerns about like preloading and stuff like that so by doing this they're sort of trying to alleviate concerns and keeping it at the forefront of your mind yeah
1: but they could have done it like a week before or like
2: they won't they they won't um, i guess my question is they won't really talk about patches like and they'll just they'll just be they'll just be done Mm. um and then people you know that'll be just something people are like oh God, all right oh right. my right, question is another what one is like
0: the here? What, hmm? what, what, what is the problem
2: i don't really think it gets, there is one
0: it's a day one patch and there's a day one patch but you've got 125 gigs out of the way so what's yeah, yeah. but it kind of like
1: i think the point here is that it's players are excited to play as soon as the game unlocks and then aren't able to is the is the point here i mean i'm not particularly against day one patches or in advance preloads okay guys i'm stirring the pot for the drama for the podcast right but i will say if you've downloaded a game month in advance of when it's going to release you're so excited for it you pre-ordered the collector's edition you got this watch on your wrist right This weird watch that doesn't do anything right you got the controller right totally not me or anything you've got it all so excited to play this game and release as soon as you go to launch it it's like oh sorry you need to update and then suddenly you need to install this like even if it's a five gigabyte update yeah it's not that big compared to 125 gigs but five gigabytes isn't going to download like that you have to wait. So then, where's all yeah, this excitement it's, it's going?
2: My, it's so minor. It's minor my, to.
0: My other the thing is, does that not, does that not just update before the game launches if they release the patch? Like, because usually day one patches are actually to go behind the mask here and talk about game reviews. Usually, you get a day one like the Street Fighter Six Day One patch came in like two days before launch. Like. So presumably that will download as well, and you will be able to play it. I've not really, I don't really pre-order digital games because they're not going anywhere. What's the point? Yeah, neither but,
1: do
0: I. Like from my few experience, I pre-preloaded uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two that day. Oh, bash. the one
1: game that you've that you've pre-ordered and pre-loaded.
0: Yeah, a banger, a banger of a remake. I mean, That's how I you do it. Here we go, all the way back okay. to the start. Tony Hawk's One Plus Two remake as a good game there we go okay um but i just i just booted that up there was the day one patch and i booted that up Mm -hmm. at midnight so not to not to uh poo poo on this entire segment but um what what's what's the problem here what is the yeah
2: no i i think i agree i think i completely agree i i like like you say you've got 125 gigabytes out of the way if you've got a five gig patch or even a even a 10 gig patch even a 25 gig patch like it's still significantly less than than if you. In if my you were...
1: personal opinion, I would prefer there be a day one patch, and then I can play the game when it's not buggy and. Um, oh, it'll still be buggy. Know, ex- don't worry. Experience it yeah, for what it for you know. Okay, maybe it will still be buggy, but I'd rather play it with a day one patch and um, have some of whatever issues that they fix fixed, and then play it with those problems right. But guys, like I need to. If we all just agree on something, then it's going to yeah, not be very well, I mean, very entertaining, just is just it? A, Come we on. We could just all agree and then go and have
2: dinner. Like, just...
1: Okay. Just... Since Matt clearly wants to get out of here, <laughs> 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 Scott's updated with like to certified cloud slash mobile slash VR slash remake hater is after hater. That. Okay. We
0: don't have hater. long enough. Here if we go. If we do this, there we, go, there we, go, right? we
1: go. Certified <laughs> cloud slash mobile slash VR slash remake hater Scott. There. I can't believe this. Um, but on that note I think we'll wrap up there there's not much more to talk about with Starfield day one patches I think we're all in the same boat here um, worm stream when on that note um, we'll be streaming again this Friday um, so oh. be sure to be there for that it'll be our friday multiplayer stream that we do every single week and if that's not really your forte that's fine join us again next week wednesday 4 p.m bst for another episode of the mirror gaming walkthrough i've been your host jasmine project q hater and i've been joined today with matt head of arguments and scott it's going to be worms thank you guys so much for joining me and i will yeah cool i'll see you guys next week bye